All right, so welcome to Jay's Corner. We have Keita B here today. Welcome, welcome. Hey, y'all. So Keita B is the owner of A Little Self Care LLC, mm -hmm. and she has these calendars here for us to talk about today. But more importantly, we're going to talk more so about a few questions we have and some different things. Now, I'm going to edit some of this shit out, so no worries. So just all this fuck shit I'm saying right now, we're going to edit this out. But thank you for joining us today. Um, I appreciate this opportunity. And honestly, it's the first one, so um, just hoping this to be the first of many. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Thank you for thinking of me in this space. Yeah. I appreciate it, and I'm excited to get into this topic today and talk about mental health and everything. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I think now we're at a time where it's it's definitely needed more so than ever. Yeah. But um, just tell me a little bit more, like, what, what got you into really, you know, going further than most people with, you know, mental health and, and specifically organizing it through that? Okay. So basically, I grew up in Southeast DC. Yeah. Like in Southeast DC, like I've seen a lot of trauma, a lot of death, a lot of um, gang violence, or just yeah. a lot of random things that I didn't know was not normal mm -hmm. until I went to college. And when I went to college, I went to college in Miami, and I had like a rugged edge about yeah. me. And a lot of people didn't know how to take me, so they yeah. were just like looking like, "Why are you so angry? <laughs> and why are you so stressed?" And they don't understand that. Our life in D.C. was not, yeah. you know what I'm saying, not normal. Seeing, like, mm. violence, seeing, like, dead bodies and seeing, like, drama and people getting shot in your school is not normal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's right. all stuff that happened in the D.C. area. So I remember going to college and I had, like, a meltdown in, in one of my psychology classes because my basketball coach passed away. Really? And um, um, this was my second year in college and he was like a father figure to me and like I wasn't quite fitting in college mm -hmm. and like things wasn't happening. So I had a explosion. Yeah. And a lot of us in the black community, like we hold things in and yeah. don't know when they're gonna explode. So what happened is I exploded in class in front of oh, my wow. psychology professor. He sent me to therapy yeah. and then said, don't come back until you go. For real? And that's how I started therapy in 2009. Now, now let me ask you a question, all right? Because I, I do, because I'm, you know, I'm in therapy. I've actually been going for, uh, since my father passed four mm -hmm. years ago, it's been like, you know, it's helped me. It's not even a step before that, but. Yeah. Was your therapist black? No. Mm, and I will okay. say this. Okay. I will say that. I went through counseling from 2009 to 2016. Yeah. None of them. None wow. of them were black. Wow. I, and then in 2018 is when I finally switched to a life coach who was yeah. actually black. Okay. And um, I didn't even, I wasn't even exposed to black people in the mental health industry right, right, right. at that age. So, yeah, all of my therapists were white. So, let me ask you a question because I know, you know, that, I feel like that's definitely a problem with, you know, black community. A lot of people don't really seek out because I've heard so many different people have that similar experience. Uh, now, my experience was probably rare mm -hmm. um i went on a google search i was like let me see a therapist mm -hmm. and i found like an african-american therapist but first try first shot it worked out and she actually was like you know wonderful um shout out angela you know she hey, knows angela. but um <laughs> but nah but you know it, it's, it's crazy because i never realized that experience mm -hmm. because initially you know i was all totally away from you know i don't need a therapist i don't need yeah. that stuff so so like how, how you say like how does that journey like to go from you know, that meltdown to where you're at now, like, how would you say it manifested? It, I will say that it manifested in, in a lot of bad behavior, mm -hmm. I would say. 
Um, a lot of times when we don't tap into the things that's wrong with us, it shows outwardly yeah. and weird ways. Like for me, I was exploding like every few months. I didn't right, know why right, I was right, exploding. Right. I was holding things in. I was exploding. Mm-hmm. I was drinking more, yeah. you know, finding ways to cope and like just unhealthy behaviors. And that's how I knew that mm-hmm. something was wrong because yeah. these unhealthy behaviors wasn't my character at all. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, uh, next thing you know, I'm passed out drunk at somebody's party, and it's just yeah. like they're looking at me like I'm cheating off that girl, and yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's yeah, the girl yeah. I cheated off of. And it like, was like, knowing that, here, yeah, you know? like what are you doing here? So like once that happened, I started to learn that all right, like this is not normal. The awareness is the first thing, like mm-hmm. being, aware being aware that you can't awareness. do it on your own. And being aware that, like, sometimes the awareness that I can't even talk to my friends about this, yeah. like, that'll push you into therapy. For me, it mm-hmm. was like, it was more so I could talk to my friends about this, but I needed some uh, unbiased opinion. Yeah, no, and honestly, I think that's that's the key because, I know, my therapist, first thing, you know, I initially went there was talking about, you know, death of my father, but before mm-hmm. we even got to that, she was just asking me about all these different things. And, yeah. and for me, it took me a while to really, like, open up as a part of that I was like alright I'm just trying to finesse this yeah. and get through yeah. this 50 minute session yeah. and then tell people that I did it and then move on but but you know what the thing is it's like you know, it was one day where it just hit me and yeah. it was like kind of like you're saying that awareness and wokeness but I, I do feel like a lot more specifically black men need mm-hmm. that mental health um, mm-hmm. why do you think a lot more reluctant? A lot are reluctant because one, there's a stigma on mental health, mm-hmm. um, and especially within the black community. We call mm-hmm. people crazy, retarded, or, you know, we, we they hear a little touch. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, we'll right. say things like that about them. So nobody, we grow up not wanting to be that guy who's everybody's afraid of or mm-hmm. everybody's uh, won't conform to. And I think in the black community also, especially with black men, mm-hmm. they have been taught, like, you can't express yourself. Right. You can't express yeah. yourself. You can't express your emotions. It's not, mm-hmm. there's no safe space for you sometimes, even in, in the arms of black women sometimes. Yeah. So a lot of black men mm-hmm. feel like they can't express themselves freely. And one, and then the second thing, other than the stigma, is the fact that there's not a lot of people in the mental health profession who did look like us. Now yeah. that's changing, yeah. but also because a lot of times therapists will give them one word or dry. They, right, 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 you know right, how they right. Give them that vague response. Like, how did that make you feel? That's literally yeah. not and, what therapy is. And, 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 you know, it's funny because that way, that word, now if you phrase it, mm-hmm. you can phrase it great, but like you're saying, I think it comes from that energy because. Yeah. You know, there's been times I'm in sessions and I'm like, well, how did that make you feel? And I'm like, well, I think it made me feel. Yeah. Like, I was upset. I yeah. was angry. But then yeah. I realized, like, question. well, exactly. Right. That's a dumb question. But then yeah. when it, you know, it takes the right, like you're saying, the right professional mm-hmm. to, to bring that out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and honestly, I mean, I, I think even now that I'm like, you know, I'm 30 now, I've had 20 uh, experience and mm-hmm. so much drama that now I'm able to really see and reflect on it. And you're absolutely right, you know, when it comes to that, that stigma. Yeah. You know, and, and it, I think it goes deeper than just um, mental health. I think sometimes it's like, you know, ego. Yeah. I think oh, a lot yeah. of it, you know, is oh, ego. Yeah. Um, and then some of it, you know, really just comes down to, like, you know, being in the right position. Because I think, yeah. you know, my mom, she always said, you know, I would have these outbursts as a kid, you know, for different reasons. I used to be angry as a mother as a kid. Yeah. I go to school, do my work, be happy, mm-hmm. come home, I'd be... Yeah. Man, all this, you know, all this other stuff, but yeah. but she always was the one that was like, you know, seek mental therapy, mm-hmm. and I think for for me, I was able to, you know, navigate it a little bit easier because you know I'm like, well, my 
mom saying this. Yeah. I might be mad at her, but mm-hmm. at least she's able to accept that. Yeah. How do you think, like, like families, like, how, how what role does, like, the family play in that mental therapy, too? That's a great question. Um, your family plays, I will say, oh, this is a, okay. So your family yeah, plays, no, it's okay, I know, it's okay. I know, I know. Your family plays a role in it, yeah. but only because your family started your trauma, in mm, a way. Damn. In a way. So, like, you don't necessarily need your family to accept what you're doing because what you're doing is for the family. It's breaking all of the generational curses when you go to therapy. It's not just, like, you're vocalizing things. I know for a fact, like, my family, like, we kind of cope by we just distance ourselves and then we come back together and we're cool. But we never really settled those underlying issues. How many families like that? It's a lot of families like that. I feel like a, a lot of our families, because it's like, we grow up with these set of rules or these set of uh, standards. And if right. one person's not meeting the standard, you don't want to tell the family because mm-hmm. it's a family dynamic. Yeah, now the family's embarrassed. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. But we have to look at it as though our healing is for our family. Like mm-hmm. we, if you if you have a, like let's say, you me and my mom have a restrained, a strained relationship. Yeah. Like that strains the entire family, yeah. if you think about it. And then me That's cleaning true. myself up and how I deal with my mom is the most powerful thing. Not even mm-hmm. no, saying that we come to an understanding, yeah. but saying, you know what, I'm not arguing with you today. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not, like, you, you, the sky's green, yes. Yeah. The sky's green all day, and you enjoy that green sky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that you know what you, saying? That's, there's power in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the a lot of us look for acceptance in our families, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they'll never give us the acceptance that we need to move on. Mm-hmm. So we can only do that for ourselves. You know, and even, like, going off of that, because I remember I saw this post on IG. I forgot who said it, but it was, like, some hip-hop page, but Mm-hmm. Basically, the post was like most right reason why a lot of black men are you know aren't able to be successful in relationships is because they look at their woman as their mom. Yeah. And and, and for me, I was like, oh, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. Nobody doing that yeah. incest. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, well, shit. It, it might, yeah. It's probably true because yeah. if you think about the su- survivalists, and, and and even when that really made me realize like some of the past behaviors I did wasn't the best, but also, like, how you focus that energy is yeah. really how you get out of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, you, and I think that's the problem, because I've seen a lot of, like, men, you know, necessarily not be there for the kids, for mm-hmm. their woman, but not just be there for themselves. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's, that's like, when you get down to it, that's the core. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It all starts with you, and, like, you can't be hurt, angry, fear, unless you had expectations. Yeah. Of something yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. like it all starts mm. with it, how you look at and perceive the situation if you think about it nobody in this world can make you upset right. you're upset from either the expectation of them doing better yeah. or just to act themselves because your ego came right right yeah, yeah, so yeah. but it all goes back to you how do you control that <laughs> ego you know, because I think that's the, that's just the, you know. That's a lifelong battle right there. I'm telling you, that's <laughs> nah, a lifelong talk. battle. I, I wish I could say that I got my ego wrapped up, but, like, uh, I have to check my ego sometimes. At the yeah, door. Right. Like, at the door. Like, and I do that literally with, like, prayer and, like, just mm-hmm. covering myself with positivity and words and being like, all right, 
I'm, I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to right. be happy today. And then saying that before you go into a situation that you know could be tense, yeah. it'll change your, like, because you, yeah. you just, once you let go of, like, how you feel about the situation and the ego, you'll be able to be so much more in a better space yeah. with, you know what I'm saying? It's just, That's how you block your ego. Like, you have to tell it that you're not going to let it win. Like, you have to, like, actually tell it. I, I look myself in the mirror and I'm like, look, yeah. this is what we're going to do today. You got <laughs> to start with the yeah. person in the mirror because like, you know, right. looking in your own eyes is powerful. A lot of people mm. underestimate that. Like, yeah, yeah like true. you could, like when you look into your own eyes, you're looking into your own soul. You're telling mm. yourself like what you're going to feel and how you're going to show up today. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because ego will definitely tell you all the stories. And that's another thing with yeah. checking your ego is stop telling yourself stories about what happened. Right. Like, for example, like, if you hit me, I'm going to tell myself the story like, damn, he had the nerve to hit me, right, and right, I'm right, a lady, right, right, and I'm right. a lady, and he didn't have this power. So it was like, mm. you get lost in those stories yeah. that you're not even saying, like, well, he just hurt me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah, all you yeah. got to say. say that. And a lot of times we get in our own way mm. by trying to justify things. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I mean, that, that go back to the ego, because I know there's been many a times, you know, Especially when it comes to like, you know, um, just like teaching. Yeah. There's been many times where, you know, I, I felt like I'm on a plane by myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I mean, I don't, I don't get into it. I probably had this stuff out anyway. But yeah. it's, it's so much like, you know, dealing with like that made me really focus on my mental health. Yeah. Because there'd be times where I didn't even realize I'm coming in late with an attitude. Yeah. I'm coming in like, man, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Acting like, you know, like Dwayne Haskins yeah. and all that stuff. And, <laughs> Listen. But but the thing but then you know this and, and the crazy part like you know I was telling you like off off of this like mm-hmm. how the school year has been like this year has been my best year ever yeah probably because I ain't gotta see people you yeah. know what I'm saying like because because <laughs> yeah. that energy in the building was mm-hmm. taking me away mm-hmm. but I was allowing it to mm-hmm. infiltrate me and I think that was the telling thing it was like all right instead of looking at my supervisor as my supervisor mm-hmm. look at them as a person that works there yeah look at them as just their title where they work at in their department and then. Once I started making that distinction, I was like, I was, my ego was checked. Yeah. Because I realized that, okay, we're all working on the same level. Mm-hmm. They're not just trying to do things to make me do stuff. Yeah. To, that would piss me off. Cause, you know, cause that's because, that's, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. work, work is work, but, yeah. you know, I think we internalize it so much. Mm-hmm. And then what, what I realized was once I had my work life checked, mm-hmm. I was able to check my yeah. personal life. I was able to check, you know, what I was doing, my habits, my routines. Mm-hmm. I was able to check, you know, all these other things that affected me, and now, you know, I'm at a point where I'm able to go into with a, a happier mode, yeah. a different set, even if it's virtual, you yeah. know. But it's like it makes it makes a difference. Yeah, you know? it's all about like mindfulness and like how you start. How you start your day is really important. Mm. A lot of people will underestimate that. It's how you start your day is important for your mental health mm. because if you wake up late. You're yeah. already waking yeah. up tense. You're already stressed. It almost seems like everything Man. goes downhill from yeah. there. Like, yeah, it's like that's, that's one of the things. It's just like, uh, you got an attitude with everybody oh, for no reason. No reason. Then you go get you a sandwich. They forgot the eggs, and you just got a bacon and sandwich. <laughs> like, it's, man, it's, it's, it's crazy because like I used to be late from eight oh five. Now you know I was used to this really big grace period, mm-hmm. and you know. I, here they were like five minutes, mm-hmm. and so it's like as soon as you're not in there by eight o'clock, eight o five, you know you're, you're yeah. The thing. Now there's no sign-in sheet, yeah. so you can come in. But I was realizing me th- me trying to manipulate the system, mm-hmm. I'm manipulating myself. Oh, yeah, and and what happened was 
I'm doing all these great things, all this stuff. Like, you know, I'm still the same teacher, still yeah. the same person, but the perception, yeah, and just in five minutes changed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I, it kind of hit me. It's like, well, you know, five minutes, you know, in my, well, I'm not at work, five minutes go by, like, oh, I'm yeah, scrolling through my phone. Yeah. But then I realized, like, well, let me take this more seriously than I thought school really was. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think the same thing with life, like, a lot of people don't. Realize how, like you're saying, the start of the day, your habits, like those routines, how that much really dictates your yeah. future. Um, yeah. And so, like, that's what, like, in the morning, I'll make sure. I get up early every morning, yeah. and I've read somewhere, like, some of the most successful people wake yeah, up early. Yeah, yeah. And I wake up early because I struggle with anxiety. Mm -hmm. And one of the things with anxiety mm -hmm. is being out with people. So, right. like, I'm one right, of those right, people right. who I get my grocery shopping, all my shopping is yeah. done by 11 a.m. Really? Because after 11 a.m., the yeah. people come out. Uh, and it's, like, the energies and, like, you know, mm -hmm. So after lunch, I don't think about that. That's, I, that's yeah, real. that's how I think. That's real. And when you go to wow. the store at like three o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. and all the lines are bashed up, all Packed. the people are irritated, and Stuff it's just like <laughs> I go in the morning. People have sleep. I'm like, good morning. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody's like, oh my god, I'm just getting ready for the day. Blah blah. Right, no and lines. I just no lines, yeah. and it's calm. It's peaceful. The birds mm. are out. The sun is rising, and it's just like. All right, like I can breathe, and yeah. then like if I do that, like because I'll go to like grocery stores seven a.m., mm -hmm. eight a.m., mm -hmm. and then after that I'll clock into work. Yeah. And at that time, I'm already had a peaceful day. Like I've gotten some things out the way. I've moved yeah. a little bit, you know. So, yeah. Well, well, let me. How you organize that? How do I organize yeah. that? Um. Like how do? Because I think you know that that is a, a challenge even for me. You know, I try to make it a, a, at least. Every morning before I, you know, clock in the work, I try to do something else. Yeah. Like you said, I don't just try to wake up, take a shower, clog mm -hmm. in or drive to work. I try to at least, even if it's just like make breakfast or something. But but how do you like create that consistent routine? These calendars. Okay. I, I um made these calendars. So a little self-care calendar. These are basically a self-care tracker. Yeah. So every day you wake up. Um, or at the end of the day, yeah. like you'll write down a for affirmation. I said my affirmations mm. this morning. I cooked, I cleaned, I did a mm. healthy meal. I meditated oh, this wow. morning. So like, and then there's some blank spaces there where you could yeah. write your own affirmations. And those are all of my artwork. Um, every month has like a, a theme. Of course, of course. Every month has a theme of it. Um, so like for July, your famous joy. I am mm. happy is your affirmation. Mm. Make sure you take the down time that you need to feel peace. Um, and every morning I wake up, I, I say, hey, I did my affirmations. I read a book this morning, or I got out in nature. I went on the mm -hmm. balcony for a second. And just that 15, five, two minutes of doing that, it'll set you up for the rest of the day. It'll mm -hmm. set you up for, like, yeah. all right, I took time for me. Because that's what right. this is about. You can't help anybody in this world until you take time for yourself. Wow. So that's what this is all about. And yeah, you know, I was looking at this, and I was like, I don't see work on it. No. There's nothing, there's nothing for anybody else. Yeah. So this is for like, if you are a parent, parents forget to take care of themselves too. Mm -hmm. There's no work, there's no kids, there's no soccer, there's no none of that. There's, it's yeah. all just for you. This is dope. Thank you. And now I really like how it's like really compact. Yes. I think it's easier, and especially for like, I know my mom, she does a lot of like planners. Mm -hmm. This could be something that she puts inside the planner. Like what was yeah. the thought process for trying like behind this? So I'll be completely honest. Uh -huh. I this came out of depression when mm. I was in a deep depression. Um, I made these calendars 
to remind myself, like, all right, like, I'm so sad today. I can't get out the bed. Yeah. All right, did I try reading? Did I try right, going right, in right, nature? Right. Did I try working out? Mm. Did I try cooking a healthy meal or cleaning my space? And I would check these off every day until I was able to do them every day consistently. Because yeah. when you're depressed, it's hard to get out the bed. And it's hard to figure out how you could yeah. get yourself to be well. So this is the way I figured out how to get myself to be well. I made sure that I did one self-care thing every day. Um, and it was better for my mental health too because like during you know COVID, yeah. they, it's harder to get in touch with therapists. I know now they're doing Zoom calls, yeah. but like at the beginning of the coronavirus, yeah. it was I miss just those like- chocolates, man. Yeah. <laughs> chocolates in the office, I miss those. Oh my God, the aromatherapy, <laughs> I was just yeah. like, Ugh. but But yeah, so like I started doing this and every day I check in with myself and it literally takes me two to three minutes to put to mark my calendar, but I'm a visual and physical learner. Yeah. So like seeing my calendar empty shows me that I did nothing for myself this wow. month. Wow. Uh, you know, and, and you know, wow, that, that's deep because yeah. I definitely, you know, one thing I, I have two calendars, I have a work one that, you know, is more on like computer, then I got one just on my home. Yeah. And I try to make sure my home one, like unless it's like important work dates, Yeah. you know, like I gotta go back to work. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mark anything with work on it. Yeah. I try to mark all my, personal stuff but for work I try to block out the times so that way like I I don't know this is what I gotta do mm-hmm. this time even if like you know I got don't have a class and stuff like that but but how, how would you say like this has like you know like to get to this like this is detailed man like Thank you. and yeah like, like even the fact that you have like <laughs> I hate to say it but doctor's visits health checks yes. like why, why is it important to have your physical health check because we forget about ourselves like you know what i mean like you'll take the dog to the vet before you go for some men i'll say will take the dog to the vet before they go get a screening wow. and it's wow. important for you to get screened yeah. not because like i i get it like it's a lot of conspiracy theorists around doctors and vaccines yeah. and things like that i don't get vaccines but i go right. to the doctor six every six months at right, least right, right. i'll go get my eyes checked every year you know what i mean yeah. because if you're not checking in with yourself, you don't even know what to heal. You know what I mean? Like, I I had a scare at the beginning of the year in February Mm -hmm. where I was drinking a lot of alcohol, eating a lot of fried foods, and my body shut down. My pancreas literally shut down. My pancreas and my appendix shut down. I would have never known. I just was drinking, having stomach pains, and was like, well, time for another shot. Right, 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 right. Until I went to the doctor and ended up being there for a week Mm -hmm. because I hadn't been checking in with my stomach pains. And yeah. it's just like, and the stomach pains were happening over a long period of time. I just never checked in. But yeah. checking yourself is very important because you have to survive for yourself and for your children and for yeah. your family. And it's just, we forget to check ourselves. Yeah, and you know, especially for men, like, you know, I th- even though I, like, I know a lot of guys talk about the, the prostate exam yeah. and all this other stuff. And like, for me, I'm like, I, I don't think about yeah. that until I get there. But, but no, like seriously, like I, I really realize how infrequent people don't get like check, checkups. Yeah. And even like you're saying like, okay, my stomach might be hurting, mm-hmm. you know, just going to see what's, what's that instead of just, you know, taking over the counter or, yeah. or like, cause I have a lot of friends that are very much against doctors. Yeah. Some that are, but also have those that are very, too reluctant on the doctor yeah. say like all right yeah. they diagnosed me with this mm-hmm. this is what i got mm-hmm. and i think that because i've you know i've seen that happen and you know unfortunately gone worse but yeah. i i think that you know that's a really good point because if you're you know there's no way that your mental health can be 
and check if you're not checking the physical health. Exactly. You know? And that's one of the things, like, when you're depressed or when you're anxious, a lot of times I used to refer to anxiety stomach. I used yeah. to be like, oh, my stomach is hurting because I'm anxious or, you know, but there were really things that was going on within me. So, like, the doctor's visits are important yeah. for that. And they're also important because, like, I... I didn't want to. I know we're being PG here, but I have to say this. I have to. Oh, say it's not this. PG. It's, it's I was gonna say I have to it's say right. this. It's Sexual health. If you're not gonna get checked for anything else, yeah. Sexual health because COVID yeah. has been real with the with laying up and all of that other stuff. If you're not gonna go get anything else, get tested because yeah. I say that everywhere. I yeah. go because people underestimate it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You, don't, you it's just because people are fine don't mean they're not packing or yeah. carrying or whatever the word is. So and, you really have to. No, nah, for real though. Like I mean, and even even you know, think about past stuff. I'm mm-hmm. even like you know, you know that I think. And honestly, going back to ego, mm-hmm. I think a lot of that does come to the the ego part, like not wanting to know. Because yeah. I think there is a phobia in saying like, like like you know, people, mm-hmm. people, people you know, you know, yeah. you know what you're doing, <laughs> and they. They don't want to receive it yeah. because they have to accept it. Exactly. You know? But let me tell you how it gets deeper, though. Mm. Mental health and sexual behaviors go hand in hand almost sometimes. Because a lot of people have sex to escape their mental. Yeah. A lot of people are out there using sex as a way to distract. Yeah. And yeah. when you're doing that, sometimes you could have unhealthy behaviors with that. Because like if you're using mm-hmm. it as a coping mechanism... Like you're, or you're using it to find comfort. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It could, that comfort can very much turn into something that's addictive. Yeah. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's something that people don't talk about a lot in mental health and, um, uh, uh, like different, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for a word, yeah. but, um, mental health, addiction, uh, addiction. Addiction. Sex yeah, is yeah, an addiction. It is, it's an addiction. Yeah. Sex nah, is definitely an addiction. And that's one that a lot of people don't think about when they think of mental health, especially men, because they're yeah. like, if you're, if you're sexual active, like you're a man and right, that's right, good right. and that's everything. And yeah, yeah. But they don't think about he's sexually active because he's lonely. He's fearful. Yeah. He's not, he's not really, sure. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, I mean, you know, now that I'm, Older, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, I was just having a conversation, you know, with someone about how there are the idea of what it is to be a man, to be masculine, to be, you know, mm-hmm. to be the a man. And I think sometimes, you know, pop culture, yeah. you know, tricks it up because a lot of black dudes are trying to compare what's the male standard to a white man. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, we not white, bro. Like, no. you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and I think we've got to realize that. You know, just because, you know, certain men do stuff, that doesn't mean that that's what all men are supposed to do. Exactly. And I think once you really look at it, like, about, like you're saying, do you enjoy it? Do you mm-hmm. like that? I think that's when you really realize a lot of it is just for coping. Yeah. A lot of it is just to go. But but taking it even further is, you know, you got to realize, like, about, you know, I know people are soul ties mm-hmm. and all that connection, but, man, you... you Unless it's wrong one, you you gonna be in a state of whatever it may be, and you're thinking mm-hmm. it's yourself, but you're not mm-hmm. realizing it might be mm-hmm. forces on you. Exactly, and, like that. and your men and women are the most vulnerable in the act of sex yeah. because, like, it's it's just it's a vulnerable moment. So it's like mm-hmm. you don't realize that you're taking whatever they're carrying, yeah, and they're taking true. whatever you're carrying. That's why you see people yeah. like if you date somebody long enough. They'll start using your slang. They'll yeah, start yeah, 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 doing yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah. like 
you. <laughs> and like you're like, wait a minute, I do this, you don't do that, yeah. but like you because you're exchanging energies. Yeah. And those and you might be giving her sexual addiction, she might be giving you depression. Mm. It's deep like that. It's yeah. real like and it's, real shit, though. it's it's Man. you really cool. have to be you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to be careful. Oh, I know what you, mean. you have yeah. to be careful. Um and then also it's just the sense of like, all right, like do you really want them for them right because right. there's also right. that emotional right. attachment like a lot of people find themselves in in wild situations mm-hmm. just because of the playing with emotions when mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you just supposed to be i don't know like yeah. you know what i mean yeah, no, like I emotions get involved and that can cause trauma that can cause other mental yeah. health issues you know what i'm saying next thing you know like you're getting your windows bust and right. now every time you get in your car you're peeping like listen, what's going on yeah, you know what i mean guys listen i mean i, I didn't you know i didn't talk <laughs> about myself but i know those people that then had some things happen some older fellas mm-hmm. and it was funny now that i get older i look and i'm like well is that what is the quote-unquote monkey on the back or what's holding you back type thing because mm-hmm. like you're saying it could be forces that you don't even realize that you've been so accustomed to doing this, uh, these habits, these mm-hmm. lifestyles that it now makes you part of it. Yeah. And it makes you, it changes you. And and, mm-hmm. and more importantly, you don't even know. Yeah. And I think, and that's that's the thing where I see a lot nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you don't know until it's too late, until mm-hmm. after you done exploded or Man. something. Or, or or worse, you don't. You have like you know, because I think the the flip side of it is you know the explosions. I, I see that, but I, I know for a lot of people there, there is that silent depression yes. where you're just Implosions. yeah, and you're mm-hmm. just you know you might not harm yourself, you might not you know do anything crazy, but yeah. you you might have had goals that you know mentioned and get discouraged, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe staying in the same position that you're unhappy about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's that's the one that I, I worry about the most. That is you know, deep. Yeah. That one, I've been in that one yeah. before. I, I was in that one between 2016 mm-hmm. and 2017 for mm-hmm. about a whole year. Yeah. And I was like, I was laying in a dark basement. My mom would come down and like open windows. Right, like, right, you gotta right, put right. some light in yeah, there. Because yeah. like, you're not like, and then she was like, I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. do you need help? And, and that's another thing like, you can start seeing depression in people when they're doing things like they're not grooming themselves. Like, yeah. you know, they're coming around and you're like, did you shower? You know, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because, yeah, and I'm not embarrassed to say that's who I was in depression. Yeah, like, I, I didn't, like, you know what I mean? I was going days, I wasn't showering, I wasn't like getting up and yeah. doing my hair, and I just didn't care. And when I did yeah. go to the store, I would look crazy. I'm wearing three yeah. X extra large <laughs> pants as a five two individual. And you know, that dep- <laughs> that depression is just like, it'll, it, once it latches on you, yeah. it latches. And I call them loops or rabbit holes because mm-hmm. you'll get caught in a rabbit hole in the morning and it'll last all day. You'll just be falling down mm-hmm. the rabbit hole of just negative. So it's called a rabbit hole. That's what I call, I call it the hole, rabbit hole. Rabbit hole okay. Once you get that one thought like, damn, like, I don't feel good. And then it's like, well, I don't feel good. Man, I don't got a lot of money. I don't have yeah. a lot of money. I hate my job. Oh, I hate my man. job. My mother should have made me oh, rich. Man. What's happening? My daddy yeah. ain't leaving no money when he died. Like, what's, you know, yeah, so then you just, just goes <laughs> down. Just goes down man, the man. That's real. That's real. Yeah. That is the, yo, and, I th- and honestly, that is, like you're saying, that's that's the one. Mm-hmm. Because, yo, it's, it's been so many people that I think even now, like, you know, not even, it's not even about. I, like you're saying, yeah. it's not about economic level. It's just mm-hmm. about that that level of do you feel like you're you're in a place where you want to be, right? And I think like you're saying that rabbit hole is so deep because you know even now more people are at home, mm-hmm. you know, learning and and just it's just so much that's happening that because 
it's like you ain't got you feel like you can't get out of it. Right. You can just you're just in that and you just like you say you keep that's that keep going down. Just keep going down. And yeah. I will tell you what helped me with that rabbit hole is simple sim- simplifying it. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like how we tell stories about what happened, that's what keeps us in that rabbit hole. But we have to realize that there's only two emotions, love and fear. Yeah. Yeah. And not all those emotions that we just went down in that rabbit hole, they're all fear. Mm-hmm. So all you have to say is, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid right now. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid right now. Yeah. This is how I feel. That period. Right. Not because, not be, but period. Yeah. Like, and what what can I do to fix this? You know, and it's funny because, like, I know sometimes, even when I teach or, like, you know, just in person, like, we were talking earlier, I was like, yeah. you know, I, I have to make it a purpose saying, like, either my bad or I'm oh, sorry mm-hmm. to do this. And sometimes, yeah, it's like, all right. You can yank you. It's not apologize, but just for me, it's like being a man. Yeah. I like to let go of that ego yeah. and allow you know allow that vulnerability. It's like no, seriously, I, you know. Yeah. And then not necessarily from a sense of despair, but just trying to be more open and yeah. honest. Because I think that like you're saying a lot of that, like you're saying, a lot of things we we either think we we're happy, we're sad. Mm-hmm. All those are secular emotions. So yeah. it's like you're not even in. The, you know, you you might be sad one moment, happy the next, sad, mm-hmm. happy, but you know those come and go. So come and go. But like you said, that love and fear that's that that's deep. Yeah, that's it's deep. it's like the yin and the yang. Yeah. Like bad things happen in good places, good things are going to happen in bad places. It's mm-hmm. like you got to have one karma, one without yeah. the other. Like it's so many different symbols throughout the universe and throughout history yeah. that yeah. that shows balance. And you have to have balance. Like yeah, you gotta we, have balance. Like in order to enjoy the flowers outside, we have right, to right. have the winter. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's just <laughs> all about balance. And and if you think about it, you wouldn't even know how to appreciate good shit if you didn't have the bad shit. Yeah, and honestly, you know that's what's one thing I, I tell myself a lot because you know just you know you you go throughout and you you know I, listen I was going through a whole midlife crisis in my yeah. mid twenties. I was like you know trying to show face and teach, mm-hmm. and it's like oh shit I'm. Fucking up, but like you're saying, always comparing yourself doesn't help. It's just like you're always looking at something else versus, like you're saying, looking at yourself and mm-hmm. appreciating what you got. Because I think, yeah. you know, that's the one thing I have. You know, I've seen situations where now that I'm older, I can see like, okay, I remember when this person had this or yeah. had that, and they didn't check that mental or they didn't check that physical, and now you know they they're not in the same position. Yeah. So so like you're saying, I think it's 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 so it's so easy to say not to compare but I, I i think that's like the, the ultimate gift like yeah. don't don't compare yourself to other people absolutely you know? and turn social media off sometimes yeah, 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 turn yeah, it yeah, off yeah, some yeah, goddamn yeah, times yeah. if i yeah. could give you any if you leave with nothing else turn that shit off turn it off at man. least at, sometimes yeah. if you do it for a week straight give yourself three days off and go back on because social media will have you hating yourself yeah for not yeah. doing more with your life there's 20 year olds with brand new houses mm-hmm. and I'm about to be 30 and I'm like well shit I live in an apartment and it'll yeah. be it'll really get to you after a while no be- I mean and, and you're absolutely right because like there was there so you know I as a kid in my I mean school I work they got a lot a lot of kids with depression mm-hmm. now you're looking at economic levels maybe only 20-30% of the low income mm-hmm. so a lot of them yeah. have money but Say anxiety or pressure to perform, mm-hmm. the the pressure to be a teenager, and, and mm-hmm. what I didn't realize was when I was a kid, even when I was a teenager, like even when we were teenagers, we didn't have to like be online to you know be to get friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you be part of a club, you could yeah. be uh, with you know your cousins, you yeah. could be with different people. But now it seems like the popularity is all through the phone, through the text. So mm-hmm. kids are 
excuse my French, freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> freaking the fuck yeah. out at all time high. Yeah. So, like, so how would you say, like, you know, just even with that social media, um, mm-hmm. like, what are some things, like, you know, just like maybe one or two tips to, like, cut back on? I would say, all right, so what I practice is I'll delete the app in its entirety or yeah. all social media apps in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And I'll give myself either a scheduled day or I do it until I feel like I, right. I can come back to it. So turn it off at least, I would say, in a month, at least three days in a month, at least. You can manage one day a week. Just yeah, Also, um, what I would say to help turn social media off is knowledge. Knowledge, mm-hmm. knowledge, 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 knowledge. Everybody feel well, not everybody. I'll, I'll take that back. Some people feel like you only get knowledge from books. YouTube exists. Yeah. Google yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, how many yeah, times yeah, I yeah. find myself in a YouTube wormhole about something? Seriously. What's fucking like? I was, yeah. I, I found myself <laughs> in a YouTube wormhole the other day uh-huh. on Egyptian gods and goddesses yeah, yeah, yeah. and how they compare to Greek gods yeah. and goddesses. And I was like in a YouTube wormhole for three hours Listen. just learning. But I can tell you everything about your right, group right. now. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's just like that's one thing. And then the other thing, knowledge. What helped me along the way. I read a lot of self-help books. Mm-hmm. Like, just, mm-hmm. I would say, like, when I found out, like, it was depression that I was dealing with, yeah. I got books on depression right. by black authors. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? So like, I got, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I got um, The Alchemist and things yeah. like The Four Agreements, and I went back to those books. Right, right, and, right. you know, I went on YouTube, and I listened mm-hmm. to... It's key to say going back. Yeah, going you back. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. just reading it one time, yes. but go back but to go it. back. Yeah, Everything real, I read, real. I highlight little pieces yeah. that... When I go back, I'll just the highlight will jump out at mm-hmm. me, and it'll be like it's almost a line. Like I, right, I meant right, to right. go back to that part, but That's also cool. YouTube and stuff like that. You can YouTube things to help you feel better. Like um, if sometimes I get sad or whatever, I'll YouTube like America's Funniest Videos, uh, or something, yeah, like and just yeah, watch yeah, all the puppy right, episodes right, right, right. and like dogs <laughs> doing random stuff, and it'll help oh, me. Yeah. But like you, like taking those social media breaks. When you do that, make sure that you're you're building on your knowledge yeah. because knowledge is power and never stop being a student. Like yeah, you always it, have to keep learning because things are changing man. every day. And then that's the that's the one thing I try to preach so much to like the students. Like, you know, even if you don't like my class, like a yeah. class. Like, yeah. like something. You know, mm-hmm. always learn Because I think like you said that even with, you know, the resentment I think people had, like millennials had toward like college or mm-hmm. things like that, they got own debt. Yeah. I think are you saying that knowledge to not learn, that's what a lot of people miss. Yeah. It's like even once you get out of college, you still wanna learn. Right. You know, cause and college is not the only way of learning. Exactly. It's exactly. Not. It's not exactly. So don't let them tell you that. So I mean and honestly I think that's that's really true because I think a lot of people feel like because 'cause I've had a lot of students that come through past like, hey I wanna go to college and mm-hmm. I always say why? Yeah. You know, what do you wanna go to college for? Yeah. I wanna go this and that. Yeah, but a lot of them don't have a specific purpose. They don't have like a sense of, well, I'm gonna go to college. Even if you try to get out of town, yeah, Ooh, yeah, get out of town. Yeah. That's a, that's a purpose. Now, say go to class too, but that's mm-hmm. a purpose. But some of them are just to say, oh, so I can become this. Well, why do you want to become that? Like it's good, yeah. but it's no like, you know what I mean? It's no mm-hmm. like real passion. No passion. Mm-hmm. No passion. It's always a lot of times I see, and I I kind of regret it, like mm-hmm. as an older person that we 
put such a stigma on not going to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so yeah, now, yeah, yeah. like, I went to college and I was successful at it, but I already knew that I wanted sports management. I already yeah. knew that that was right, my thing. Right. I, I was yeah, passionate. I yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. That's you. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, you. so I always knew, but you didn't necessarily need a sport management degree to right. work in sports. It's about yeah. who you know. And that's what I regretted when I got out of college because mm-hmm. it was more so who you knew. And luckily, I knew people who put me in a good position with yeah. event planning. But it's it's really all about who you know, and then it's about how hard you work. Because yeah. you really have to, like, for me to get where I was, like, I started, like, cooking hot dogs at the stadium. Right, right, Wasn't right. nobody going to cook hot dogs faster than me. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> like, but you took that seriously. Yeah, I took you know? it seriously. And That's it's real. like, and it's, but the thing, uh, another thing about mental health, too, is a lot of us, mental, a lot of our mental health is based on how much money we're earning, mm-hmm. and that, we have to cut that. Yeah, cut that. Yeah, exactly. You are not worth more because you have more money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like a college person is not worth more. Thank you. Than a, can, we, can, we, can we hear <laughs> a this? A college like, person, just because you went to college, does not mean you're worth more than mm. the person who went to trade school, than the person who learned accounting on YouTube. Yeah. Like, they have the same knowledge. You just have more debt. Listen. And I'm speaking for myself because I have more debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You're, it, same here. Knowledge is power. And it's like, you could mm. read them. Think about it. If you sat there and read 50 books on whales, yeah. and I'm already working as a marine biologist, you <laughs> might know 10 times more than I know about whales. And I got mm. degrees on the wall. And and, and now, and, and when you go into the field study, you're not going to be the one. You're not going to be the one. <laughs> you don't know how to touch I'm the I'm going to call them a whale specialist. Exactly. Because you don't know that much about whales. You might know yeah. about manta rays, but this yeah. is a whale guy. Man, <laughs> you know, and that's, wow, you know, that, that's so true, though. Because I, I feel like so many people... Just want to, uh, uh, we really break down to why you're depressed. It's money. Yeah. It's money. Most of it, the time. Most time is money. And I think, you know, even for myself, like, I know, I've, I've had to struggle with that. And, and even like, you know, like you're saying, don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't value yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think even, you know, when people value themselves, like, oh, I want this much money, mm-hmm. you're still valuing yourself. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, there's, there's a, there's a price tag. Yeah. On you. So I think that's like, spiritually, that's like really deep, deep. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. And it's not just like money too, because some people fall in depressions for relationships, but that's because they're still tying their work to it. Mm. Like whatever you're tying your work to, if you don't have enough of it, you're not going to feel worthy. You don't have enough women on your yeah. on your phone. If you don't have enough money, yeah. if you don't have the nicest car, like yeah. it'll remind yeah. you, like, oh, you. I'm not shit because you measure your worth by, by what you have. Yeah, for I real. measure my worth by knowledge. Like right, you're not right, going right, to right, outsmart right, me right. on like on certain things. Yeah. Like I know a lot about yeah. a little. Oh no, a little bit about a lot. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I can talk a little bit educated on every subject, yeah. but I, you know. But you Definitely. know you though. That's yeah. true. That's that's real, that's that's it. Yeah. You know, when you know yourself, it's like you nobody can really, you know, you don't. It's not even about. I think like you're saying, it's not about the the competition piece. It's just about valuing yourself yeah. and feeling appreciating yourself. You know. And knowing your strengths and weaknesses, yeah. because if once you know your weaknesses, you can work every day to yeah. change them. Yeah, that's real. That's deep because like a lot of us won't name where we fall short because of the mm-hmm. ego again. Our ego won't allow us to say like, "Oh, I don't know how to add this yeah. much," or "I don't know how to start this paperwork." And man, that's, that's ain't that the truth? Yeah, you know that. It's all on Google though. The truth? It's all on Google though. You know Yo. what I mean? If you really wanted something, you would do it. But it's like you, you, you gotta get past yourself yeah. and your ego yeah. because a lot of like a lot of my struggle with putting this calendar together was I wanted it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I wanted yeah. to look like I wasn't a rookie. 
Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But I there. am a rookie. Now, you know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? I spent two months like trying to perfect this, and I was like, yeah. well, if I gave, realistically, I had to tell myself, Keith, if you gave yourself a longer mm. period of time, it would have been better. Yeah. But this is what it is now, and it's with. perfect for yeah. what it is now because it's divinely aligned. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So when you you gotta right. talk yourself out of shit, cause like I kept talking myself out of doing the calendar because I was like, oh, it's not gonna be perfect. I'm yeah. not perfect. Who's perfect? Nobody's perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. Nobody's Everybody's perfect. gonna make mistakes. Like Steve Harvey went on national TV and announced the wrong winner before. He's yeah. still getting money. So yeah, like yeah. They, people so, pay him for advice. And they still pay him to do more <laughs> shows, which is crazy to me. But like <laughs> But like that's the thing. Like if you know your strengths and weakness, nobody can outdo anything for you because yeah. you already know your weakness. Yeah, that's a good point. I know that I that I sometimes will blur too much. Right. And you know what? I work each day to listen more. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, Sometimes right. I'm like, all right, I'm kicking myself because I want to say something. It's like, no, like yeah, I get yeah, more valuable yeah, information yeah. listening. Yeah, that's you know true. what I'm saying? Because when you listen, you're not just listening to somebody's words. And that's another thing to know how people are going through mental health and everything. Listen with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you can hear them talking, and a lot of times they'll say, "Oh, I'm okay." But you see that they haven't like shaved, yeah. or you see how that they didn't get dressed today, and yeah, they're usually yeah, the flat yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "All right, I hear you're saying that you're okay." And then they're showing you it's otherwise. Yeah, like you use all your five senses. We have five senses for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and we have that sixth sense, which is like intuition. I feel like. Yeah, no, that intuition is is real. You know, mm-hmm. even like when you're thinking about like your self worth. Um, like, cause I know for me, just trying to figure out uh, where I was at. Cause honestly, even when I first got into teaching, mm-hmm. I didn't want to get into it. I was just yeah. like, I was, I was, I still, I still hate some of my teachers from high school, you yeah. know, but, but, but once I got into it, I was getting so much appreciation mm-hmm. that not, not money, you mm-hmm. know, but just yeah. from like, you know, people and just hearing about it. Cause you know, I always took what I did seriously, yeah. you know, cause I knew, I, I knew I was who I was, but what I wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm, I'm just a teacher. Yeah. I'm not more than that. And that's important. So, yeah, 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 very important. Mm-hmm. So, but, but even, but for me, once I realized that, you know, because I'm just looking at a, a dollar sign. Yeah. And how much I'm making per hour. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's just cool. Yeah. But, but it's not necessarily compared to peers I had that are in yeah. other fields. And, and I was yeah. comparing myself to that. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling like, oh, well. I'm now in it this long. I should be here. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been there. And I'm here. Yeah. And then the whole color, male aspect. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, now it's, I'm feeling like they're against me. And I yeah. feel all this resentment. But then I realized, like, well, have I maximized it? Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, like you said, you got to be real with yourself. Yeah. And when I when I was real with myself, I was like, okay, I can, I can do more. I can yeah. do this. And then I took more of appreciation, mm-hmm. you know. And now that I'm, you know, older and I've been going for some time, I, I see, I see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, even two years ago, I was like, oh, this is, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. But now with everything happening, you know, it's something dedicated to, not necessarily something I want to do for life. You yeah. know, it's something, it's, it's like not even, and I don't look at it as a giving back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I look at it in the sense of this is what I'm, my profession is, this yeah. is where I'm professional at, and this is just where I'm aligned to right yeah. now. You know, because, mm-hmm. I mean... I didn't realize how much there's a disconnect with with people in education mm-hmm. about who, how they look, mm-hmm. how they feel, and just I think now I have to realize relatability is key too. Yes. So so the fact mm-hmm. that I'm I didn't come in with a 
you know, oh, I love no, I don't like teachers either. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we we, we, we yeah, common, yeah, you know? yeah, we have that in common. So yeah. and I, and that's that's like I think that's really powerful, like just like being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, to, and but but I say all to say this, I didn't get to that point until I checked myself. Yeah. And once I was able to reflect myself and check and, and doing things that were routines and, and habits. Yeah. I'm still still working on now that, that you know now every day I'm like okay I, I get why yeah. I did that or even this morning I was like oh all right I, I did something different I'm yeah. good I, that worked so so just trying to like be mindful and appreciate every, every moment yeah you know what I mean I absolutely. think that's that's the part we forget you know? absolutely gratefulness will get you further than complaining yeah yeah and <laughs> oh man every time yeah and the crazy thing about it is like we a lot of times don't give ourselves credit for where we are. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. are, we beat ourselves yeah. up about what we could do better or where we should be better or, you know, this job is beneath me. Yeah. But we have to take in the fact that everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and we're right where we need to be at this right exact moment. Because yeah. if I didn't go through depression, I wouldn't be able to have a calendar. Like, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have started painting because yeah. painting was my way of, like, release, like, getting mm-hmm. it out. And it wasn't a thing where I was like, oh, I'm an amazing painter, like... DC public school art was babysitting. Let's be real. I didn't yeah. learn how to paint in DC yeah. public schools, you know. But yeah. it was something I had to do because it was like, all right, I know that I, when I get angry, mm-hmm. I lash out, and so I need to go somewhere and sit down and be quiet, yeah. and then I'll get more peace that way. But also, like that's me knowing myself. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, me right. putting my ego to the side and being like, I'm not going to tell them how wrong they mm-hmm. was. I'm gonna just go paint. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just go paint, and yeah. run it out, and relax. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I relax. I'm just, you know, put it to good use. Yeah. And that's 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 key, man. Because even I, you know, I realized growing up, I had such a chip on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I was still carrying it once I, you know, got out of school, this and that. But then it was a Mike Tyson podcast, and mm-hmm. I never forget what he said, where he was talking to Lil Boosie. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that was an amazing podcast. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, I just yeah. gotta say that was a yeah. great podcast. Shout out to Hot, hot Boxing. Yeah, that was Shout good. Shout out to Hot Boxing, but but no. So so he he said because he was asking Boosie like why is that your pain? He was mm-hmm. like this is how I feel, mm-hmm. and he was like who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. And and that resonated so much with what I've been going through with. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. What? Who's my place to feel this passionate about this particular thing that? If I wasn't here, I probably wouldn't care about, yeah. you know, or, or or this particular person in this role or this situation mm-hmm. and, or in this just this circumstance. But I feel this passion about it because this is how I feel mm-hmm. versus I don't know what they've been going through. Yeah. I don't know what I've done to make them feel like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I triggered them. You know what I'm saying? Like even triggers. I didn't realize like, you know, people talk about it, but those yeah. are. They're real. Yeah, so just like, you know, once I was able to really see that, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now a lot of fear mm-hmm. went away. Because mm-hmm. I was able to think clear, see clear, and, you know, just not realize that, all right, maybe, you know, some, I, I get why people say sometimes if you don't have nothing to say, don't say anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. But what, I'm, what I agree with you is, like, so when you see stuff like that that is a trigger for you, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's a mirror. For you as well mm-hmm. so like for example like how there's a lot of people that hate the lgbt community yeah they, refuse, they, hate they gotta them. stop that and gotta and the thing that. about that is one it's bringing division within the black community like if you're a black man and you hate this trans black your trans black sister yeah like you know what i mean like it's it's divisive so right, like right, how right. can we get together and go somewhere if we're mm-hmm. divisive and then also it's with the with the whole that whole podcast with the boosie thing it was like asking him who is he because 
basically he was spewing a lot of his mirrors. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of his mirrors were coming out. And oh, like man. he had the right one in Tyson because Tyson was kind of yeah. pulling him out. Like, you know, yeah. like, is this, like, what does this show up yeah. for you? Took the right one. Like yeah. Saying. Like, it, because what does this show up for you? Like, yeah. if they, you have this hatred towards the LGBT community, then what? how does that appear in your life? Like, where did that start? Yeah. And a lot of times yeah. it's talk so behavior. So deep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, but our divisiveness is playing into the mental health role. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are pointing the fingers at each other, and I talk about this too within the um, within the religious community. Yeah. You know, the Christians, the Muslims, the mm-hmm. Hoteps, the, mm-hmm. the this person, the that person, pointing their fingers yeah. at each other, saying, Man. you're wrong for believing this. And a lot of times I express myself, I was born and raised Christian, but I express myself as I, I like God. Right, I serve right, God. right, right. Jesus serves God. You know what I mean? Everybody says God. It's one God to me. And we all have agreements and we all have disagreements. But I choose not to get into those agreements and disagreements. I just choose to see God for what and who he is and what he can do. And that choice is key. It's key because when you fall back off of your view of something, you can experience it different. And when Mm. I fell back, you know how like... And I hate to say this, but like how Muslims got a bad name during the whole 9-11. They had a terrible name. But I've met some of the most loving, most appreciative, most, I like I'm Muslim and I love Christian like Mm -hmm. people. And it's when you can put that difference to the side and not see them for like, all right, this is what one person in your community did. Yeah. Because that's how they see us as black people. Exactly. Exactly. And, That's how they see us as black people. And, you know, it's funny. I got a, a really great coworker, and I'm really, I, I consider him a friend. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Mazi. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm gonna keep his name, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but she she grew up in like Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and like her experience, like you know, we used to all talk about trauma. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, she understands like the black struggle. Yeah, I would say because she's you know, brown skin. Yeah, but she's had different situations to where she sees the worldly view of it, mm-hmm. and, and you know. It, Speaks openly a lot about homophobia. Yeah. And, and, and even with that, because, you know, the school I'm at now is very much open, very much. Like, even, like, as far as I am, like, it's maybe, like, five of me. And it's mm-hmm. a staff of, like, 170. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know what I'm saying, many people. It's very open, diverse. Yeah. As far as, like, sexuality, mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. Um, ethnicity as well. Mm-hmm. And, the, the, but the thing is, she was saying about how... Her childhood upbringing, you know, I, I share her about stuff growing up in uh, Deanwood and Lincoln mm-hmm. Heights and, you know, Trinidad and shit like that. But mm-hmm. she's telling me, which I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, you know, bullet could have hit me. This, you know, no new telling, you know, get yeah. robbed, shit like yeah. that. She's talking about bombs. Mm-hmm. And, and in that moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. I realized yeah. was you, you have to look at things from different perspectives. Because the fact that, you know, I'm over here talking about bullets. Now, now both, we both agree, both. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't been going on, mm-hmm. but to the level of degree, I had to check myself. Yeah, because I'm thinking like all this trauma, all this trauma. Then I'm realizing like, well, I've never had a bomb yeah. dropped next to my house. Yeah, I never had my house rattled mm-hmm. throughout nights. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never had to worry about all these different issues just besides that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was really awakening, and like I think you know one of the reasons why I'm at this place here is just it's been like you know not only to to grow as a profession, but just to see different perspectives absolutely you know? and i think we need to do that within our community too because yeah. think about how we play people from maryland mm-hmm. as dc mm-hmm. people i'm guilty i say yeah. i I'm gu- yeah. i've done that before <laughs> and, but <laughs> i've done that before but i've also Yo. lived in Bowie for a year and yeah. realized that you know i went to school Bowie Bowie public schools and yeah. um in fifth grade, right, and right, I realized right. that their problems—they got problems too. 
It's just different. They just a lot different. Like, yeah, we might have grown up in some rough times, but we knew that when we came in, yeah. our family loved us. You know, I, I didn't know the PTA boys that messy. Yeah, I didn't realize how messy PTA boys are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, shout out now, that's cool. Man. PTA boy, cool. I'm taking shit out, but like, but now nah, I really didn't know how messy them joints are. Yeah. Like, and now you know, HD didn't have one, mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, all right, well, exactly. I know. But but the thing is, it's like, oh, they are really messy. So it's crazy. It's know? it's wild and yeah. it's it's sad because like you could grow up in the hood and have a house full of love. And then you can go in these rich neighborhoods and you can see this big house and this big, yeah, like, how could you be sad with this lawn outside right, for your dog? Right. And they're, in, they're home tree? alone. Yeah, you they're know, home like, alone. They didn't yeah. have parents around because their parents were working and they were lonely a lot. And, you know, yeah. some of them turned to drugs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when we say, like, oh, this rich person couldn't have had a better life or you grew up this... That's divisive too, yeah. and that that really plays is. again into mental health yeah. because this person now has all this money and they're like, "How am I still sad?" Mm-hmm. Because everybody's telling me how to feel. Yeah, and honestly, even like going back to, that, I do feel like you know, they're, they're, especially in, within the DMV community, there's mm-hmm. like inferior inferiority complex where yes. if you're from the city, mm-hmm. you feel like you got a certain ego. If you're from the you know Virginia or Maryland, mm-hmm. and even through that, like you know, now you know talking to people. It's like you realize, like, okay, there is a lot of division within mm-hmm. those, which, which even for me, it's like, you know, uh, I was talking to my girl, like, yo, mm-hmm. how, because she grew up in, like, Burtonsville. Uh, oh, like Merlin? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Burtonsville. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, but the thing is, like, she was saying about how people out there that treat her this and that, and she mm-hmm. African, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, talking about how they treated them this and that, and all, you know, saying just growing up, you know, yeah. about white people and mixed mm-hmm. people. And the whole time, I'm thinking, like, well, my perspective from the city is everybody coming to the city, these are the main ones, you know, mm-hmm. robbed or, or mm-hmm. trying to fake and, and doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 a, it's a cultural disconnect because it's making the people in the city not expand or, yeah. or expand for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or people that from outside the city look at the city in a different way mm-hmm. or view the city as just what they want. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So it's definitely like, I don't know, it's just. It's because I, I, it's it's not just in DC. It's in Chicago. It's in Listen, LA. It's in like New I York. I went from being <laughs> Miami, DC, like being from Southeast and going to Duluth High School, yeah. like in the middle. And I went from it being like, and a lot of people don't know this. Yeah. DC, when I went to high school, yeah. my high school was one hundred percent black. I think yeah. we had one yeah. or ninety nine. I think we had one guy who was other, or really? you know what I'm, mean? yeah. Mm. But one out of yeah, yeah. everybody in my high school, then. I graduated in 2008, go down to Miami Shores, Florida, yeah. and it's like a melting pot. And then down there, it's like the Islanders versus everybody else. Like, if you were yeah. black, you was American. And if you were, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you just American versus like, yeah. and I was just like, wait a minute, this dynamic is like crazy. Yeah, and even like, and you know, now I'm starting to learn now from like the Hispanic community, it's just yeah. like that division. Mm-hmm. And like with the Afro Latina community, mm-hmm. that division, and it's just like, whoa, time out. It's like yeah. all this, like you're saying, yeah. is against to the self divide and yeah. not to to bring each other together. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like most people in the same boat. Yeah. Most people in the same old location. Yeah. Like, and was, if you're African, <laughs> if you're Jamaican, if you're Panamanian, you happen to be dark skinned, they're yeah. going to look at you as a black yeah, person yeah, in this society. Yeah. And they're not going to ask you, like, what and you are. Like, if you're Panamanian, Jamaican, like, they see you as a black person. So yeah. it would be. Two of you to like, you know, mm-hmm. like 
merge with us right, and right, we right, all right. work as a collective together because yeah. we're all seen as brown you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so yeah. it's like again that divisiveness it keeps us and then you got you know some people from the islands and suffering from mental health because they get teased you know yeah how many times have you heard African booty scratcher? Like, too many. Too many you know what I'm saying? Many. How many, like, yeah. you, you tell that people that fresh off the boat, and it's just like, we're laughing right. at them when like, they what? can't speak English and, then, and taunting but, them. But then the whole trick is, is like, like you're saying, we're, then we go home, then, oh, we might feel down about how much value we have, and then we're, yeah. upset about the whole thing we made fun of something. Yeah, but you know why? Because it's a mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a mirror. Right. Let me tell you why it's a mirror. Because they can point to Africa, to where they're mm-hmm. from. We can't do mm-hmm. that. That's why a lot of us make fun of them because, yeah, or yeah. have have made fun of them in the past because, well, I'm black and I'm from D.C. Right. I can't tell you what African I am. I can't right, tell right, you if right, I'm right, Jamaican, right, Haitian. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we so, had that conversation. Ooh, we yeah. had that conversation too. Yeah. You know, and, and even when we, after we've had that conversation, it made me realize that, like, you know, and let me just say this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that think that Africa is, like, still. Underdeveloped. Yo, like, like we got like we got to stop thinking <laughs> we that. Gotta stop we got to stop thinking so close-minded. <laughs> like, we got to stop thinking about who, like, where we are and comparing it to everywhere else and yeah. thinking that it's just like this. Or thinking that it's totally different because of an image. Yeah. Like, cause it, listen, I, I've been in, it's, it's parts of D.C., that that looks just like um, Soweto in South Africa, mm-hmm. like I believe you. straight up, mm-hmm. and, and so it's but it's crazy because that further disconnect only just brings up more division, mm-hmm. more like you're saying more disagreements instead of just seeing like you know like I, I think you know the key is you don't have to like everything, no, mm-hmm. but you can agree to disagree. Like I, I feel like that's exactly. the key. Like why can't people exactly. just agree to disagree? You know, like like why I can't you just was, agree to disagree? It's really that easy. It's easy. really that easy. Like, if somebody really believes the sky is green, let them. You don't have their eyes. Maybe they they have exactly. maybe they have an eye filter or something like that. Like, exactly. we can both see a glass of water, and it could be half full for you, half empty for me, yeah. and it's the same. Like, we're both right. Right, right, right. Agree to disagree, and that takes that takes a lot of energy off. Like, you know, yeah, it takes it a do. lot of energy to go back and forth with people. It takes a lot of energy to get your point across, and then you have to think about why am I trying to get my point across. Where in yeah. my life, where in my life was I yeah. not heard? Because yeah. right now I'm fighting to be heard. Right. My inner child is like fighting to like get out and tell y'all like my idea. That's crazy. And yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's yeah, real. it's we like I said, everything <laughs> points back to you. Yeah, everything, and that's why I like like being aware of who you are as a person is like the most powerful thing you can do mm-hmm. because then it's you being aware of like your purpose, your alignment, like the things that you are drawn to yeah. typically ties into your purpose. Yeah. Like if you, yeah. if you just like drawn anime characters, like maybe that's a part of your purpose. That's what you like. Even yeah. if you don't make it to anime, maybe you make a children's book. Who knows? That's like, why I started this podcast. I like talking about different stuff to different people. Yeah, yeah. and I and I like talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, talk more. Yeah, yes. got you, got you. But yeah, like it's like I said, like it's all you all you all have to take in yourself. Yeah. Like you really have to sit with yourself, even if you have people in the household. Find a moment to sit with yourself and find out your strengths, your weaknesses, mm-hmm. what makes you upset, what's your triggers. Right. Finding your triggers is one of the most important things I've had to learn. Mm-hmm. What sets me off, and yeah. like you know how you were talking about the whole mom son, yeah, yeah. mom son dynamic. There's a father daughter dynamic to that as well, yeah. and that Ooh. triggers in relationships for me a yeah. lot. 
and we yeah. don't realize it. Like things that used to piss us off that our moms or our dads did yeah. piss us off, and our we see that in our spouse. Yeah, and we end up lashing out, and it's not their fault. Yeah, like honestly, it even took me to like I'm gonna cut this shit out, but cool. I, it took me even to like this relationship to mm-hmm. realize that like I was looking at my girlfriend mm-hmm. as my mother. Yeah, and it just hit me. It's like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, damn, that was my whole process. Now, I just say there wasn't other things going on, but yeah. once I realized it was that, even like in my day-to-day interaction, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. am I looking at this is my mother? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. trying to make sure I check that. But yeah, you're right, though. I agree. I had mm-hmm. abandonment. My my What I got from my parents and like my situation was abandonment a little bit. Like mm-hmm. my mother was always working. My father was always absent until mm-hmm. like about 17, 16 years old is when we were connected. But between 7 and 16, yeah. I probably seen him like three times. Wow. So like when um, he used to say like he'll come by mm-hmm. and he wouldn't show up, yeah. that strike of yeah. force in So like yeah, now yeah, with men that I date, if they say they're going to do something and they mm-hmm. don't, it almost sets me back to that place of being mm-hmm. 7 years old. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It, that's that's awareness, real, but you, but you know, that's, that's real because mm-hmm. even when you look at like – to like perfect that's a perfect example of how that could come out later yeah. if you don't if you don't yeah. address it if you're not yeah. even aware of it i wouldn't even be able to speak that yeah. but now i see like i see it in my arguments because right, 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 i'm right, saying right. things to this person that i wanted to say to my father mm-hmm. and you don't realize it but like a lot of people like to say like it's gross to think that way but it's yeah. true because no, that's, that's your first experience of a man that's your first mm-hmm. experience of a woman your mom no matter what you're no going, matter you're what going, you're going to go back to that so one. you're going to always measure your love by how you received it in that yeah. in that aspect right. so yeah it's it's a lot yeah. awareness is is powerful and it's it's the thing that can set you free though. Well, I know a little self care can help out with that. Yes, give so, the calendar. Yes. And it'll like you guys can track you can set an intention for the month. Intentions okay. are important. Like okay. no matter what you do, set your intention. Mm-hmm. Um for the month, this month I wanna save a hundred dollars. Right, right, right. At the end of the month you check it. Every month you go by, you put in your self care, you put in your goals, you put in your intentions. And the most important part that I think is underrated is the lessons learned and yeah, your new yeah, yeah. awarenesses. Tracking those, and then at the end of the month, you'll have a list of all the mm. lessons you learned. So the next year, you go into it knowing that these are the lessons I yeah. learned this year. That's this is really good. So thank you. Well, thank you, Kita B. Thank you for joining Jay's thank Corner. You. Um, thank you for, for having this episode. Me. Yeah, definitely be more to go. Definitely have you back on the show. Oh, absolutely, anytime. I, I really appreciate you giving me this platform, this space yeah. to share, and I think. We touched somebody. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely touched did. somebody. Listen. And um, you guys can follow me at a little lady at a l i l l a d y underscore or at Lady Lays Unk. Okay. And if you have any questions, I know you're gonna plug that in. But if yeah. you have any questions or any follow ups, let me know. All right, there it is. So thank, thank you. you, thank you for joining us. Appreciate See you guys it. next Bye, time. Y'all. <laughs>